If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Welcome and good evening. Tonight we have five short scary stories with a twist. But before we begin, I would just like to mention for those of you who haven't noticed already, um, we have used funds from the support of you guys through Patreon and channel membership to get the channel revamped and had ourselves a new logo and creepy image for the channel. Uh, took the liberty of creating some awesome hoodies um, and mugs and other sorts. Um, 10% discount if you use the code on screen, Mr. Ram 10 It's valid until the 30th of June. The link in the description. Anyway, without further ado, let's begin. Number 1 I know when my husband is cheating on me. It's funny, something like 60% of marriages end in infidelity. But you never think it'll be yours. There are so many articles on it too. How to tell, what signs to watch for. Is he spending too much time at the office or just working hard? Crappy episodes on daytime TV. Some silly girl sobbing as it's all revealed. These articles, shows, dramas, they're for weaker women. I knew the moment my husband didn't love me anymore. Oh, it'll start small. He'll smile more, for no reason. He'll laugh at all the little things she says or does. Things that he would never have in a million years found funny if he said them. And it'll only get worse. His face will light up like a sun when he sees her, and he will see her. You can't stop it. She's everywhere in his life, invasive like a cancer, or a leech, sucking all of his attention and love away from you. And then even worse, his friends, your friends, will notice. They'll tell you they've never seen him before like this, how happy he is. It's enough to make you sick. And finally, he'll tell you, tell you he's never felt love like this before, and he doesn't know how he lived without her. Well, something had to be done, obviously. I love my husband. I'm not having some little temptress steal him away from me. What kind of woman would I be then? No. So I took matters into my own hands. Thank God she's still little. I don't think I could have drowned her that easily if she could walk just yet. Number 2 Because of all the things I do to Renee, most people would say I hate my little sister. I'm here to set the record straight. I didn't let Renee's cat out the back door because I hate her. Muffins is fine. I've been feeding him behind the shed. I don't flush Renee's medications before she takes them because I hate her. I was pretty panicked when I thought the toilet was going to clog though. I didn't erase her biology essay because I hate her. She got to see the cute librarian she's been crushing on anyway. I didn't unplug her cell phone before she left the house because I hate her. I unplugged it so that mum and dad wouldn't be able to call her. I didn't use the faulty outlet in the living room because I hate Renee. I really don't hate my sister. The fire didn't kill Renee because Renee didn't have to go back for muffins. Renee wasn't sleeping due to her medicine. Renee was at the library doing her report. I didn't let her mum and dad die because I hate my little sister. 
I did it so she wouldn't end up buried in the garden like me. Number 3 So, it's come to this. My hand shakes erratically as a ballpoint pen documents a story I never in my wildest imagination thought I'd be sharing. A letter describing acts so heinous and gruesome it'd make even the strongest stomachs churn relentlessly in convulsive contractions of disgust. I can feel the bell rising in the back of my throat as the recollection unfolds, and with each trembling stroke of the pen, a reoccurring thought echoes. How did it come to this? Dear Mum, I just can't stand the guilt anymore. Not after Anna left us. I can't be around Vanessa after that. I don't trust myself with her. What if the urges overcome me? What if I one night find myself choking the life out of my own baby daughter? Tears strain the cheap printed paper. So many. There's just so many. I can't keep up with all of them. I suppose the details don't really matter in the end. It's the confession that's vital. It's the words that will damn me, not the names. I've lost count. Twenty. Thirty. All young and pretty and full of life. Necks so long and slender and fragile. Eyes sparkling with hopes and dreams. To witness all that vanish. To watch as the flickering light of life fade and disappear. To have the power to single-handedly remove someone from existence. Who can resist such temptations? I know I can't. The crib creaks discordantly as it rocks hypnotically back and forth. Thank heavens Vanessa is sleeping. I don't want her to see this. I don't want her to remember her father dangling from a rope. You will find evidence in my basement. Pictures, trophies. Enough to identify my subjects. Enough to convict me in a trial. Enough to offer some manner of peace and solace to the grieving masses. Almost at the end now, a strange calm overcomes me. Facing the inevitable of everything. End of the line. And I know deep down it's the only way. Only way to be sure. I can see the harrowing rope swinging restlessly in my peripheral vision. A constant, sobering reminder of the nature of my letter. I love you, Mum. Please believe that. And please, I beg of you, take care of Vanessa. Raise her as your own. Forget about me. Forget I ever existed. Let her play with her uncle and aunts and cousins. Let her grow up and live a full life. Let her live. I guess that's it. That's all I need. I hold the tear-stained letter up to the light, a worried glance thrown towards the ever-creaking crib. Very good. My brother says, a disturbing grin manifesting on his lips as he slowly removes the blade resting on my sleeping daughter's throat. Now, sign it. Number 4 I'm infected. You know what I'm infected with. You saw it on the news. The World Health Organization called it a pandemic the other day. I never thought it would infect me, but it did. Now, I don't know what to do. Unlike some people my age, I don't have a salary. I don't have any sick days. I used them all when I sprained my ankle in January. Brett says I need a doctor's note to get paid leave. You know, to make sure I'm not capitalising on the paranoia to dodge shifts. He doesn't want to set a precedent. Problem is, I can't afford the bill. Sure, it's not a 100k heart attack bill, but $175 for a checkup is almost half a week's pay. I know I need self-quarantine. I don't have any savings. I can't pay rent if I don't go out and make rent money. You know what I need to do, but I'm not sure I have the stomach to do it. 
I checked the clock and downed a Benyon shot. 45 minutes until my shift starts. Gotta get moving. Donning a medical mask, I broke quarantine. As I rode the bus, disease spewed from my mouth like a thick green fog. My noxious gases carried malicious little germs. A child looked up at me. Microscopic predators scurried across her skin, into her eyes and mouth. Soon, she too leaked green. I imagined her sick and dying. I imagined all the people her infernal vapours would infect. She smiled at me. Smile while you can, little one. Smile before the plague begins. Getting off the bus, I watched a thousand subtle suicides. A man on a bench licked ketchup off his hand, began leaking green. A little boy sipped from a public fountain, began leaking green. A woman, already leaking, kissed her husband, regurgitating green into his mouth like a mother bird. Misty leak hugged the ground, ripe for breathing. I coughed. Bystanders recoiled. If they only knew what I could see, they would break down in tears. When I showed up at work, Brett yelled at me and told me to take off my mask. He told me that I'm scaring away the customers while spitting leak like a toxic flamethrower. I protested, but he insisted. Just wash your hands, he said. It'll be fine, he said. I washed my hands, dirtying them again the second they touched my breath. By the time I'd gotten ready and clocked in, plague filled the building like a tainted top box. I thought about leaving. I thought about running away. But I didn't. Instead, I put on a smile and greeted my next victim. Welcome to Burger King. May I take your order? Number 5 There's an email address that lets you decide how you want to die. Nobody knows how it works, and nobody knows why it's there, but it's there. It works simply. All you have to do is send how you wish to die, and your wish will be granted within 5 days. You don't need to be specific. You don't need to put in anything extra. You don't even need to put in your info. They know. And once you send it, there's no turning back. Do you wish to die from a stabbing? Do you wish to die a hero? Do you wish to die from something inappropriate? Your wish will be granted. People die in their own beds from the hooded figures stabbing them to death. People die saving others from fires. People die doing something inappropriate. People die. I want to die too. I desperately want it to end. Life is impossible for me to continue to go through and I don't want to live it anymore. But I'm too much of a coward for suicide, so I went for the better option. I didn't want to die painfully, and I didn't want anyone to mourn over my death. All I wanted was to leave this world peacefully, and let everyone else who used to be in my life live their own wondrous lives. So I raised my fingers over the keyboard and typed, I want to die painlessly, and not to have anyone weep over my death. One day passed, and I was still alive. Two days passed, and I was still alive. Three days passed, and four, and five days passed, and I was still alive. The fifth day was the day of the party. I came over to my brother's house, along with most of my family. Today was the day of his party. Everyone else was singing and laughing, and yet I was sitting in the corner on my phone. I should have known it was a scam. I should have known it was fake. I just wanted to die painlessly, not have anyone suffer over me. So why wouldn't it happen? Why wouldn't I die? Then I got the notification and I went pale, realising my wish came true. You don't need to put any info in your email. You don't need to put any extra details in your email. You don't need to be specific in your email. 
God, I wish I was more specific. I looked up at my family, enjoying themselves and completely unaware of what was about to hit them, as the words ballistic missile burnt into my mind. Well, thank you all for listening. I hope you thoroughly enjoyed. Remember to subscribe if you're new. I'll catch you all in the next one. Thank you.